the biggest mistake that I see, especially, is actually not even with the funnel. It's mm. with themselves. It's a little bit of entitlement, right? So what I see a lot of times is when entrepreneurs are starting and getting in this space, they're looking at other entrepreneurs and they're seeing the tip of the iceberg. They're seeing that this entrepreneur is making $100,000 on a webinar or they're looking at the top line revenue, but they're not looking at any of the bottom of the iceberg of all the work that's been put into there. Yeah. So one of the main things that I see is a client putting their anxiousness in front of their strategy and then what happens is all about launching because they think that it's a play and not actually like a business, right? Ooh, hold so, on, hold <laughs> on. My goal is to help coaches and entrepreneurs turn their mind into money, teaching them how to take what they know, package it, market it, sell it, and automate it to make a massive income and massive impact, even if they don't have a lot of followers on social media. If you're watching this video, you're about to make a whole lot of money. Welcome back to Monetize with Marcus. Our goal is to help you turn your ideas into online income. What does that mean? We all have knowledge and information or services that we provide with our hands, whether we're graphic artists, whether we do apparel, but there are people who want to know how do you do what you do. So we help you package it into online courses and programs, market it so people know what you do sell it to generate income and automate it so you can build a successful online company. So each guest comes in and gives us game on how we can do that today. I don't like to interview anyone that I don't respect. I respect this person. Why? I've never said this openly so he get a chance to hear me give him his flowers. I think one of the most gifted and creative people I've met. I truly believe that he has the ability that anything he puts his hands to, he can be successful with it. I get a chance to interview him now before he before he get too busy to answer my calls, <laughs> right? My, my my brother, my friend, we geek out all the time on funnels and like that technical stuff that people don't like to listen to. But my brother, my friend, Tony up, is man? in the building. What's up, Tony? <laughs> What's up? How you doing? Thank man. you for having me on the show. Man, yeah. you had you had me on yours recently, man, mm -hmm. and it wasn't a favor for a favor. I was so impressed. Yeah. With the depth of the information, very few people mm -hmm. have the ability to toe to toe, pound for pound with knowledge, talk about webinars and funnels the way that you do. Yeah. So I gotta dive right in, man. Let's go. When it comes to funnels, what are some of the key mistakes you see people make? And yeah. what are some of those best practices, right, when you approach it? So what are some yeah. of the mistakes people are making already when it comes to a funnel? Yeah, so great question, Marcus, that you asked me that. And the biggest mistake that I see, especially, is actually not even with the funnel, it's mm. with themselves. It's a little bit of entitlement, right? So what I see a lot of times is when entrepreneurs are starting and getting in this space, they're looking at other entrepreneurs and they're seeing the tip of the iceberg. They're seeing that this entrepreneur is making $100,000 on a webinar or they're looking at the top line revenue, but they're not looking at any of the bottom of the iceberg of all the work that's been put into there. Yeah. So one of the main things that I see is a client putting their anxiousness in front of their strategy and then what happens is all about launching because they think that it's a play and not actually like a business, right? Ooh, hold so, on, hold <laughs> on. See, that right there mm -hmm. is a clip. Like, yeah. that's a bar. They only see what other entrepreneurs are doing, mm -hmm. and they're running every single thing as a play, as a strategy, as a gimmick, instead of as a company. Dig into that. What do you mean by that? What are they, yeah. do what are they doing? 
Yeah, so I mean, let's we could just speak of like many entrepreneurs that we see, like a uh, Justin P, a Neo, or a Will, and of course they're showing these huge numbers, and we're seeing lifestyles and stuff like that. And people think all they need is a webinar. They're not thinking about what you and I do is how we're building systems with automations that have multiple touch points to get that revenue to come back from the bottom to rise back to the top. You know, mm. so then when we rush and do a, a funnel or a webinar funnel, they say it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> and it's like, well, we didn't have, there's so many more touch points that we didn't even like automate or get to use because you were so focused on because you made a webinar funnel, you put slides together and you pay for ads, you expected that you were supposed to get a return. You see mm. what I'm saying? And that's the biggest mistake that I see with most entrepreneurs that are jumping into the digital space. The biggest mistake the entrepreneurs are making is entitlement. Yes. Is what, I love that, entitlement. Mm -hmm. So before we get even deeper into it, man, someone will hear all this information and say, hold on, how does he know all of this? Yeah. We got to go backwards, bro. <laughs> how were you even introduced into mm -hmm. this space? For those who don't know, Tony Smith, it's so much that comes with you. There's so much skill. I said it a second ago, one of the most yeah. gifted people. So before we get dig deeper into building the iceberg, setting up the funnel, running webinars, generating revenue, mm -hmm. how'd you get introduced to this stuff? How'd you learn all this stuff? Yeah, so I would think that the short answer, and I'll go to the backstory. The short answer is we a lot of us have these skills already. They're just in the wrong vehicle, right? Mm. So when I first started, I was doing graphic design when I was about 18 years old, making party flyers. Then once I felt like that wasn't enough, I moved that skill into making clothing. That's what I did for about 10 years, right? Wow. And then that came with marketing, that came with designing t-shirts, and then my friend Justin and I met, and then in 2020, we started working on eBooks, because that's when that was kind of doing its thing. Yeah. So the amount of knowledge that I was able to gain by Justin and I working together, but then I had an opportunity to take that skill when my t-shirt business started going downhill after like the pandemic and recession and all that stuff started happening. I started getting in the right circle. And that was that's a major thing is changing your environment. So I was able to get around these high level entrepreneurs and put this skill of building a funnel. And I had made a humongous funnel for a challenge with Ellie and Justin for Black Friday. After that, I met Will Rivera, who does like two million in revenue a month. And then he gave me the blessing and opportunity to make funnels for his audience, who also knew people. So what was so amazing by looking at that was those same skills that I had already had from e-com and from graphic design, by putting it in a funnel that helped monetize people's skill sets, it just opened so many doors to allow me to just like really flourish. Yeah, so, so, so many things you mentioned. You said, okay, I started with party flyers. Mm -hmm. Then I moved from party flyers to t-shirts apparel, right? And then from that to funnels. And you mentioned also having a business that you felt like was failing at the time, if we can use that term. Mm -hmm. where did, not just where the skill came from, where did the confidence come from? Because of yeah. course, there are, I feel like everybody has a gift, everyone has a skill, that's my belief. But typically it's hidden underneath lack of confidence, right? Yeah. We don't all have the confidence to jump from one failure to the next success, yeah. right? And, and the path to success is always paved with failure. Mm -hmm. So. Not just the skill, we gotta yeah. jump out of the skill. If you've got something that is failing, what made you feel like this would work? Yeah, so one of my favorite books is Who Moved My Cheese, mm. right? And in that book, it basically talks about how change is inevitable. 
And when you see something is not working, you could either stay there and hope that it comes back or you could pivot. Yeah. So what I was able to do was it was like I felt like God was talking to me. Like I just was able to try multiple things and then I landed into the right circle. And then when I landed into that right circle, once I saw the light was there and yeah. I saw a completely different change of things, that's when I was like, I'm going to put 100 percent of my efforts into this. But one thing that you said that was really good, Marcus, is confidence. Right. So to also answer your question, I focused on sales psychology over design work and over that even though i was good at design i truly was a student of understanding the organic sales process and what it's like for a consumer where their mind is at when they're thinking about buying something to persuading them to trust the coach to buy their offer yeah so by understanding sales psychology i was able to build funnels built on what that consumer was thinking so that's what helped me develop my confidence because every time i go into a project i feel like i have the confidence to make sure that they become successful. And that confidence just kind of exudes off of you to where that builds trust to where they're like, I want to work with Tony. Yeah. So, so those those who are, we dove right in here first that don't know who is Tony and what does he do. Yeah. You know, kind of <laughs> tell them who is Tony? What right. does Tony, how would, how would you classify yourself to say, right. this is who I am, this is what I do? Yeah, so I like to call myself like a funnel architect, right? Because if you it. think of an architect, like, you can buy a home that's like a spec home and then it's just kind of this is how it is. An architect's going to sit down with you and figure out what are your goals and what are you looking to accomplish. So every time I work with someone when I'm building a funnel, I sit down with them and I say, hey, I know you want a funnel. I know you're excited. But what is the absolute end goal that we're trying to go to? And then let's work backwards so that we can bring someone through this process. Because a lot of people also have, you know, the thought that a funnel does all of the work. Yeah. But there's a lot of pieces in the background that are also working. So what we have to do is build the offense and the defense for your sales funnel so that if people go straight through, great. But most of the time, we know they're going to fall off somewhere in the funnel. Yeah. So how do we respin them to get them back to that call to action? So yeah. that's what I like to architect for customers. I love entrepreneurs. We're so creative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, back in the day, you would apply for a job and they would list it and tell you, okay, your title's going to be this. Entrepreneurs just create their own titles. I'm a funnel architect. <laughs> funnel architect. I love it. I love it. A funnel architect. I, man, it's amazing. So, a, a couple things. If someone is listening, and this is a high level conversation, mm-hmm. right? You. This is one of those where this is a doctoral program right. that we're having right now. But if someone's like, um, excuse me, uh, wait a second, teacher, what's a funnel? Yeah. We've got to go all the way back, bro. We do. Like, because there's someone listening and they keep hearing the word funnel, funnel, yeah. funnel, yeah. funnel, like a, like a hip hop record, uh-huh. right? And they, they're trying to Google, they're trying to Google, they're going to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand what a funnel is. You understand what it is. We don't have to go with technical definition, but how would you define what is a funnel? Yeah, so that's a great question, right? So a lot of people have a website already, right? And a funnel is not made to just like extradite and get rid of your website. But here's the thing, a website in my eyes is like a glorified business card. It's gonna talk about how your dad started the company, you know, what time you guys open and the services that you guys offer. But here's the thing, we live in a world where there's so many distractions in front of us, so many notifications happening. Mm -hmm. Well, people land on your website, and let's just say, use math, 100 people land on your website, 
the majority of those people are not taking any action. So you're spending ad dollars, marketing efforts to get people on the site, but you're not getting any results from it. Yeah. So that's why we see people spend all this money on traditional websites and they feel like it's pretty, but we didn't really get anything from it. A funnel is multiple pages that create an organic sales process that's going to grab information. So at the worst, even if that consumer doesn't take the action that we want them to take, we still have their information because they are interested in yeah. what we're offering or selling, and then we can follow up in them because the, uh, the fortune is in the follow-up. We've got to pause right there because I'm in the giving mood. I decided to offer you a free gift, absolutely free. Now, I tell you all the time about turning your ideas into online income, but how am I going to tell you to do something and not provide the resource for it? There's so many questions that people have online about what should I post? How do I get my engagement up? How do I get people to click the link in my bio? Buy from me. What should I sell? Whether it's an ebook, an online course, how much should I charge? How do I launch? How do I do a webinar? You see what I'm saying? So I decided to create a free training and give it to you that you can utilize to learn how to literally take the services that you do or the ideas you have and build a successful online company. Go to www.monetizewithmarkers.com, my gift to you. You're welcome. So, so in, in your definition, a funnel is sequence of pages that yep. allows someone to take someone through an entire sales process, right? Yeah. I absolutely love it. So what's crazy, that, it's crazy that you say that because we've actually, so in my bio, it used to say that we help coaches and entrepreneurs create and sell mm -hmm. online courses, build automated sales funnels, Launch and launch and build out six and seven figure companies, right? Right. We've now stopped using the word funnel in our language, right? So okay. we made a messaging messaging shift. Here's what here's what I found. Okay. If we're going high ticket, if we're going if we're doing like you're doing and partnering with entrepreneurs that already understand the value of it, funnel makes sense. They know that that's solution. But entry point into information, those who don't know what it is, know the yeah. power of it on an ongoing basis, it requires so much explanation that we've shifted our language from funnel to an automated marketing and sales system. I like that. Right? Because that's in essence of what it is. Yeah. Or some or sometimes we can say we build a system that is an automated follow up sales and marketing for your social media. Right. Because right? it partners with your social media. Social media is a part of part of your funnel. Uh, to your point, right, do you feel like every business owner needs a funnel? I think so, because I think that another uh, view that we have is that you only have one funnel and that it does everything for your site. You should have multiple different funnels to conquer whatever goal your business needs, right? So I look at it like this. For instance, let's say Joe Smo Carpet Cleaning. He should still have his website for his Google, his authority on there. So when people land on his Google site, you know, there is a site to go to. Yeah. But let's switch it. Let's say if he was running Google ads and someone says Atlanta carpet cleaning and he his ads was titled $75 per carpet cleaning. Well, this is where his funnel comes into. Traditionally on his website, people are going to look at his site, say, OK, cool. Maybe I bookmark it. Right. But then on his funnel, what they do is they can opt in, which now whether they take action or not, they are interested and we can educate them on why they need carpet cleaning. But here's the real gem. The real gem is just changing the intake process to increase his average order value. So at one point he was making $75 per carpet cleaning. 
But let's think of all the complimentary services that homeowners need 100%. when you get that carpet cleaning. They 100%. may need the flea for their dogs, baseboards. So now he went from $75 to possibly $150 to $300. And that's where a lot of small businesses are missing out on funnels. I love it. This, I think, is a game changer because people keep hearing funnels yeah. and they think that it's just the pages. They think that it's just for those online people, right? Yeah. We're in a whole another class. That's those online people. Yeah. I've heard older people say, oh, that's for you young people. I'm like, do you want to market your services and make money? Yeah, it's for everybody. Right. Who needs a funnel? Anyone who wants to get in front of their customer and have the ability to be able to walk them through a process to make a buying decision to say yes, right? right. Pull out the credit card. So you mentioned, I love the example. You mentioned a carpet cleaner. You were not even talking about someone that's getting in front of a camera, yeah. someone who's constantly, look at me, who's doing coaching, coaching or a service. This is a service-based business, a small business. Any business can use this as a tool to be able to increase the revenue of their business. Exactly. So if some, so there's no, in, in essence, there's no business that couldn't benefit from having a funnel. Right, because I was even having a conversation with someone and then they were like, but what I do business to business, so I don't think a funnel would work for me, right? But I said, all right, let's look at it this way. Business to business works off of getting big contracts, right? Well, you still have to nurture your client 100%. and inform them. So you can even have funnels that are strategic marketing weapons that are going to get the leads and then provide them with possibly automated trainings, white paper documents to let them know exactly what you do. But now, since you have that lead, your sales team is going to be able to follow up with them. So it really, like, there's so many strategies when it comes to funnels and systems. But here's the best thing about a funnel or a system, however we call it. It's going to work for you whether you're asleep, sick, on vacation, or just not available for the day. It's always selling for you, yeah. unlike a traditional website. 100% where you're clicking on something mm -hmm. about me history to come stuff that people are not interested in yeah i always tell people when you're when you're building out a funnel and we keep using the word funnel or your marketing sales system you've got to think about if you were having a conversation i see a funnel as a person right i see every page as an individual sales rep and i see the checkout page as the cash register yeah so i say if someone walked into your store would you walk them through the history of the store no not at all <laughs> If someone says, hey, today I'm here, well, ma'am, can I help you with anything? Hey, I'm just looking for an outfit. Yeah, so when I was sewing it, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I do the finest of materials. It's like, bro, come on. Right. So we build these websites with conversation that wouldn't happen human to human. And you ha if you see it that way, it changes the whole game. Yeah. Now, here's what we got to do, bro. Anytime I'm talking to somebody, <laughs> I like to hear them. I like to hear them give me game as if this was like like you coaching in a real moment. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you a scenario. Let's okay. do it that way. And yeah, I know you're ready for let's it. I come to you, Tony, and I say, yo, I have a event coming up in two weeks. Right. I, I don't know where to get started. I know I need a funnel. I don't know what I need. Man, tell me what I should do. What type of funnel do I need? I got an event coming up. I just know I wanna I wanna sell out a ticket. So we're right. gonna do an event, then we can do a course, we're gonna just run through them. Right. I'm reaching out. Yo, Tony, two weeks, bro. I got a conference happening. Yeah. Everybody keeps saying I need to reach out to you. You the, you the funnel architect. Right. What do I need, bro? Walk me through it. Yeah, so someone just called me about that yesterday. What? Or whatever. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so basically what I told them what you should do is like, okay, of course you want to sell tickets, right? Traditionally, you'd have a website and have tickets on there, but everyone's not going to purchase that, right? So of course, the first thing we're going to do on the exterior is just build a funnel that shows authority and why they should buy the ticket. But possibly what I should do, what I would do is because I know everyone's not going to buy a ticket is I would try to figure out some type of way to get them to opt in, right? So whether that's your event and it's like, hey, we're gonna give you um, a free pre-teaser to the event, download, like put your information in to watch the pre-teaser. Because the biggest thing with all funnels in these systems is getting that information. Yep. So then what I would do is I would have those emails in the background, just building authority, talking about all the speakers, talking about their, their stories, so that way, people are getting hyped before the event. And they're like, you know what? I just saw Marcus's bio that came to my email because that's where we're hanging out now. I'm gonna buy this ticket, right? But then the next thing that I would also do on the front end of that funnel is, let's say you got general admission tickets and then you got VIP. Well, a lot of times people just buy the general admission tickets. One thing with funnels that we haven't talked about yet is the power of the upsells and the downsells. So the way we set these tickets up is even if you choose the lower tier ticket, we would have it upsell and say, hey, for just X amount of dollars more, you should get the VIP experience that comes with this, 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 and this. And then we could even add video of maybe you speaking, trying to get them over the hump. And that's increasing that average order value of those tickets. So whether you sell out or not, we definitely increase the amount of revenue that you brought in. So love it's it. super strategic. I yeah. love it. Oh, you cold-blooded. Okay. All right. Well, let, let me throw another one at you okay, then. Okay, I'm ready. Since, since you think you're killing it. <laughs> This is me calling again. Hey, hey, Tony, Miss mm -hmm. Mr. Funnel Architect, <laughs> I got this idea to do like this course thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much I want to charge yet. Right. I got my social media. I right. have my website. I already got like my teachable thing. Right. Right. <laughs> my teachable thing. Yeah. <laughs> I got I, my stuff uploaded. I in got that. I got my click funnels. That, like, they just mm -hmm. think, that, man, what I need to do so I can launch my course. Yeah. So. I've gone through this many times where I have my own course and I've seen people do course, but the land has changed when it comes to advertising. It is very difficult to get somebody to purchase something on the front end just from them landing on your page. And that's kind of that entitlement I was talking about at the beginning. I paid for a funnel. I built the course. Why is no one buying it, right? Yeah. Well, I think the best thing to do, and that's why webinars are doing so well now, is to have some type of free training because what you want to do is you want to build a relationship right because if we're at piedmont park and i'm walking down i say hey marcus i'm selling t-shirts will you buy one you like i don't know you you know what i'm saying but if i can say like hey can i tell you you know you look like a cool guy can i just spread a message on you real quick and then he tells you a story and he's like this is why i created this brand now you may be like bro that's dope I want that. So we have to go to that organic sales process because we're selling to humans, you know what I'm saying? Who think normal, but a lot of times as digital coaches, we can get lost in the clouds and just think about like revenue, 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 and how people are gonna buy. So my favorite thing is to give something so that we can get something in return, mm -hmm. right? And then when it comes to webinars, there's also via sales. So it depends on what level your course is at. Yeah. Webinars, you're selling to a mass audience, and you're usually going to be on there for multiple hours. But if you have something that's super high ticket, you also have to look at going back to the human instinct. Now I'm selling something to someone who has less time. 
Yeah. That person doesn't have two hours to be on a webinar. They're making quick decisions. So now you may have to go VSL, which may be 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah. Book a call, get on the phone, quick decisions. Um, quick thing for those of you. Uh, I told you me and Tony geek out. <laughs> so you might have heard the term VSL and you're like, who is that? Is that uh, a rapper? Uh, <laughs> it is a video sales letter, mm -hmm. right? So a video sales letter, I just got to interpret Right, 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 right. So a video sale, sales letter, this is literally how me and Tony yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, we be we geeking like, out. Man, well, I'm talking, we start using terms and everything else and you'll be sitting there like, which way did he go, George? Right. So video sales letter. Here's the way I will word it to you. If you were writing a letter to a friend to tell them about a new business that you had, how it got started, how it benefits them, and how much it costs, I want you to frame it that way, right? So it's in video form, the same way that you would write a letter for someone, a video sales letter. All right, mm -hmm. back to the regular yeah. schedule program. I also want to throw something in too. A lot of times, like, like you said, we geek out about all of this stuff. We're actually already in these matrices already. Like a lot of YouTube videos are video sales letters. We okay. go on there to learn how to do something. And then when it comes to upsells and downsells, I make the analogy all the time. Who's rented a U-Haul before? Once you rent the U-Haul, after you say, I want this one, they say, do you want bags? Do you want dollies? Do you want this? So we're already living in this. So just for people who may be like, that sounds like too much for me. Yeah. I just want them to know that they're already going through funnels every day. Man, you, you are talking that talk because <laughs> you'd be shocked in this space how many people, I'm going to say something, all right? <laughs> how many people make ignorant statements, mm -hmm. right? So they're, oh, we don't need all of that. Right. But they don't realize their whole life is a funnel. Yeah, their whole life. You're like, oh, basic economy, economy, premium, first class. Yep. Right? Yep. Like every aspect of that. So do you get some pushback when it goes into where you're working with entrepreneurs or people who are some you're working with people who are already successful? So how do you talk to someone who's already made six, seven figures and some business owners who have a physical building, physical like brick and mortar business or service based frown upon course creators? They feel like yeah. that's not work. Oh, you guys are influencers and, yeah. you know, on down the line. So do you get pushback from people who assume that what you do, it, you, you said I'm a funnel architect. Yeah. Well, they would validate an architect who's building a, a, a building to make sure that plumbing is fine, that, it, mm -hmm. that the building is sustainable. Do you get pushback or feel like people don't understand the depth of what it takes to do what you do? Yeah. So there's a lot of scrutiny that can come from how a traditional sales funnel may look. And that's actually what made me make my mark in this space was I was the one that came into the sales funnel and had, because I had that design skill, right? Mm -hmm. And I was able to make funnels look non-traditional, make them look like they had credibility and authority, right? Yeah. So that when their viewers came onto the funnel, they didn't truly feel like that they were in just a blocky funnel, right? So a lot of, like you said, business owners feel like funnels are just for digital or business coaches. But like I showed you, Joe Snow Carpet Cleaning, you're already having a website where you're saying, hey, fill out this form and just hit pay. Do you not want to make more money, Joe Smoke Carpet Cleaning? Of course he does. <laughs> so why wouldn't any business want to use upsells, want to use downsells, want to use order bumps? All the other big sites are using them. We just have to be have an open mind for change and understand that we're not doing anything different. We're just trying to get them to make their business a funnel so that they can increase their revenue. Mm. Uh, it's a few things I want to hit before, before um, we wrap up. We can't ignore the fact that you said you built this brand new business that I won't go into the depths of all of it, but it's more agency, yeah. right? Yes. More agency model. 
but you pivoted into an agency model to support successful entrepreneurs yeah. on the wings of a failure. Yes. That for most people, that that's they feel like that's that's a sign to quit. Right. What gives a person, and I gotta go back to it, like what is the feeling? What's the yeah. emotion when you're looking and saying, I'm great at design. I have I've been to your warehouse. Beautiful right. clothing. So I can tell you put in effort, work, energy into creating the this beautiful line of clothes and you sitting there like, they ain't buying it. Right. Yeah. What's the feeling? <clears throat> what were you feeling? What's this all? Take me to that moment. Yeah, so I feel like us as entrepreneurs, what we have to understand is the true meaning of business and why we're in business. We're in business to make money, to take care of our family, mm -hmm. and to provide jobs. But where we get lost at is when we put our passion and emotions into business and we feel like we can't let go of things that aren't working, right? So when I was looking at the clothing business, I had to take a step back because a lot of times when we're in that uh, environment, or whatever storm we're going through in life, we can't really see what's on the outside. Yeah. So what I had to look at is you're doing the same repeated situation over and over, and it's not really getting you to the profit you want, to the success you want. So I pulled back and I took inventory of what skill sets I have, and that's what I urge anybody to do when they're making a pivot. Take inventory of what you're good at and see where you can put that. So then I said, okay, I'm good at design, I'm good at strategy, I'm good at systems. And then I made a couple pivots that didn't end up to what I needed them to be. But then when I landed here and I understood that now I had a high value skill that I could offer to high level people, that's when it started making sense because when something works, it just goes up. And that's exactly what started happening. I started noticing that that skill set was just in the wrong vehicle the whole time. Yeah. But then when the timing was right, because time is important, but when I put that into the right vehicle, I started seeing how much faster the success started moving. So that's what we all have to work on as entrepreneurs, is finding what our true skill set is and evaluating if it's in the right vehicle so that we can move it faster. I love it, and you said it eloquently, but I gotta ask, <laughs> I gotta ask the question. It's just me and you and people watching on YouTube. It's a secret yeah. between us. Did you cry? Did I cry? When you was, I'm talking about when you look and you said something, because I know you, the passion you put into it, you loved it, mm -hmm. right? So we don't walk away from something we love without there being some emotional attachment. Yeah. Did you cry? Man, I didn't cry, but it was, <laughs> it was hard. I was talking to Justin and he said, you got to get out of the warehouse. And I was thinking it was one year out the other. And then I said, maybe two years, because I got this whole infrastructure. He said, I'm thinking six months. I go to work. Like two days later, I had an epiphany. All of my staff was gone and I was in the warehouse by myself working hard, not making any money. And then I was just like, you got to get out the warehouse. You got to pivot. You got to change. And that's why that book, Who Moved My Cheese, makes so much sense because so many times because of our emotion, we stay in a situation that's not working. And what we got to do is step back mm -hmm. and look at our situation and agree that if you're doing the same thing over and over, that's actually insanity. Wow. And that's what I was going through. Wow. Do you, so, I, of course, ring on your finger, married mm -hmm. man. Do you find any, the same way that we make a commitment to a person because we see our future in them? Yes. We see potential. Do you, do you see any similarities to the fabric of who you are as a man to make a commitment to a woman and the same core values being expressed in your business when you commit to something? Yeah, I think that's a natural feeling that we all go through. But I think the bigger thing is 
we're almost worried about what other people would think. You see what I'm saying? So you're looking at it like, if I don't do t-shirts anymore, what are other people like? When I told my parents, they're like, you've been doing it for so long, why would you give up now? And then we stay in those because of outward projections that are put in on us. And outward projections are usually fears because people can't see the vision that we have. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And like time is our most important asset besides mindset. So then we have to look at it like, okay, am I using my time to get the most value out of my time? And I had to say, I was not using my time to get the most out of it. Wow. What, so you mentioned in terms of vision, you should quit working for free. How did social media hire all of us to be their workforce? We're on the app posting videos, going live, creating reels. We do not get paid when we create content on social media. They do by selling our content to advertisers. But how do you actually build an online business using social media? I wanna break it down for you and give you access to it. There's five simple steps. I'll tell it to you in a few seconds. Step number one is client attraction. I'm gonna show you how to actually attract clients that will happily pay you what you're offering. Step number two, how to capture them. How do you get their emails? How do you get their phone numbers? How do you get them to show up to your event? Be on your Zoom calls to what I refer to as client dating. It's where you nurture a relationship with people to get them to say yes to whatever you're offering. And I'm even gonna show you what type of content to create that gives you brand visibility and brand recognition. I call it social media secrets. You get access wherever you're watching this video, you'll see it in the description and you'll see it beneath this. Let's get back to the episode. What is the vision for your agency for Tony? What's next? Yeah, so I looked at it, I had to take a, step back and evaluate where I currently was. And I said, hey, right now, I'm a high in demand freelance funnel builder. And I was like, I could probably make 240 a year doing that, but that's not what I wanted to do. I really look at it like this funnel business changed my life. And I know there's so many lives that it can change because most businesses aren't using these funnels, right? because the funnel has a super cognitation because of Russell that is only for course creators, it's only (laughs) for digital people. But I know for a fact that the more that this funnel news is spread in a way that people can understand, that it's gonna increase businesses greatly. And especially in a time like right now where it's like every dollar matters, so many businesses are leaving so much money on the table because they're not upselling. And you gotta understand, people love being sold to. We just have to exchange the value so that they exchange the money. Wow. I could, I could say this, man. It's like going to a Spanish-speaking country. Yeah. You speak funnel. <laughs> yeah, I like, do. I fluently. do. <laughs> you, you speak funnel. The reason I say that is uh, I always talk to my clients and say consistently, or even to my audience, the best way to know if someone knows what they're talking about is ask them a strategic question and see if they turn into a motivational speaker. Right. There's a lot of coaches out here. Any question you ask, if you ask about funnel, they're going, man, you just got to get out there. You just got to get it. You you just got (laughs) to believe in yourself. Okay, and after I believe, where does this go? Exactly. (laughs) Yep. So I love that you are able to, in a strategic way, break down and simplify this process and what you're doing is supporting entrepreneurs that are leaving money on the table. They it doesn't even understand that. So you're educating them and you're doing the heavy lifting for them. One of the absolute best. I'm definitely going to be working with you, man. <laughs> I've got something coming up in July that I, I, I realized. Okay. And the crazy part is my team does it, but you know this. It is, it's like the hairdresser. When you have yeah. time to do your own hair, 
Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> right. I feel the same way. Like, you know I don't what have mean? time to focus on me, and I feel like I will miss steps, mm -hmm. right? Or yeah. my team to focus on ourselves. So I definitely would love for you to love to partner with you in that way. Uh, two more quick questions I'll, I'll ask you. Okay. Uh, when you when you are assessing your goals for your agency, when you talk about what's next, is it an impact goal or a money goal? Mm, I think it's an impact goal, and the reason why I say that is because of course you like want money. But when I see myself in the future and the vision, I more so see myself like the authority in funnels. I see myself holding the plaques. I want to have an Inc. 500 award in my office. So like the money, of course, is going to come through with that. But I do want to be like the premier player in this space. I love it. So impact is more important. Uh, how does how can anyone anyone that wants to work with you what does that look like to work with you what's that process yeah so there's two options if you want to get the free training which is a vsl it's short doesn't going to take that much time vsl everyone video is sales yeah. letter tony 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 <laughs> only speaks one language i just want you to know he only speak he only speaks fluent funnel all right so you could go to uh, funnelhackerworkshop.com to work that free training but then if you just want to tap in with me directly, you can visit me on Instagram at tunedintony and then just DM me. We'll see where you are and then we'll point you in the right direction, whether that's talking with someone on the sales team, talk with me directly or send you that free training. So at tunedintony or funnelhackerworkshop.com. Who, who should reach out? Who shouldn't reach out? Like, um, don't, 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 I, I want to make sure, yeah, yeah, that's I a great make question. sure that they know who should swipe left, who should swipe right. That's a great question. <laughs> so what I would say is, of course, we want to make, make it seem like everyone's welcome. But in, in reality, I would prefer if you already have your offer put together. Mm. I would have, prefer that we have something that we can architect, that we can work. A lot of times, if you are just seeing the tip of the iceberg and you're like, let's get started, it takes so much more time. We want to take your talent and scale your talent. Yeah. We don't really want to build the talent. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Make sure you t you tap in with Tony. I, I say it again, one of the mm -hmm. most creative. But we got to do a part two. Yeah. I already, I already know it because we didn't even get into webinars. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, so, so much. <laughs> I, want, I want to do a part two where we just focus on webinars. Okay and do's and don'ts, things to add, what to say, what shouldn't be in place, how to get butts in seats, show up rates. Yeah. Like I wanna really dig in from a webinar standpoint. So, you know, no pressure, but do, can we get a confirmed yes on We can definitely two? get a confirmed, cause like you said, there's so much we didn't talk about. You know what I mean? Say no so, more, yeah. say no more. Well, <laughs> man, this has been another phenomenal episode of Monetizing Markets with my good friend, Tony, the funnel architect. Hey. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you share this. And if you need me, you know where to find me. I'll be over here minding my online business. <laughs> See you in the next episode. Peace.